Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Unstoppable Overcomers. Tonight, I have my amazing friend, Vicki Parker, all the way from Chicago, Illinois, <laughs> in the house. And I was super excited. Actually, I was just like, oh my gosh, I haven't had anybody here since the pandemic has hit, other than family. Wow. So true. I, that's like, I can't believe it. Uh, so before we get started into the show, I just have a couple things that we got to go over. We have to really thank our sponsor for the show tonight, which is Jen Zahari uh, with her amazing book, Created No Way Out. It is based on a, um, a story of Faith who's on the verge of ending her life and following decades of feeling unheard and unseen. Uh, definitely an amazing book you want to get your hands on. You can get it on Amazon or jenzahari.com. We also, and Jen is also sponsoring her uh, amazing coaching and consulting program uh, with Strongholds Foundations, uh, coaching and consulting. Definitely would love to uh, for you to set up that 30-minute calendar invite. Uh, Jen is an amazing coach. She's actually one of my coaches and uh, definitely will put you in the right path. Uh, she has over 25 years experience, so definitely if you're in the need of a coach, definitely somebody that you would love, that you need to get in contact with. And I have my copy of Created, so get yours today. With that, I'm super excited. Are you excited? I'm so excited. Thank uh, you for having me here. I can't believe this. I really can't. <laughs> I've never had buddy, somebody on studio. My <laughs> husband doesn't come in. So <laughs> I'm super excited. And I'm going to bring our guest, Sherry Diamond, to the stage. Sherry, welcome. Thank you. How are you? I'm amazing. What about yourself? I'm great. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. So, Sherry, tell the world a little bit about you and what you're up to. Well, I live in Los Angeles, California. And the one of the things that I really want to talk about with people today is, you know, a few years ago, I went to the doctor and I was diagnosed as pre-diabetic and my whole life from being bullied, being overweight, a bunch of different things, the stories and the noise I heard from my family, all kinds of things led me to be a yo-yo dieter. And when I got the diagnosis, I was terrified. So I thought, this is, the, this is my only option. I have to do something. I can't keep going forward like this. So long story short, I started to research food, and I found that the word inflammation kept coming up. So I did a deep dive into what foods those are. And long story short, I lost, in 18 months, I lost 103 pounds. I've kept it off for almost four years. And... A few years ago, I created my program, Balance for Life, because I realized that people, when they're getting to be almost around 40, is when they start taking acid reflux medicine, they take medication for diabetes, high blood pressure, and those are all things you don't have to take medicine for. So I created the program, and then during the pandemic, right at the beginning, I got laid off my job, and I thought, I wrote this program. So I can either keep working for somebody else or I can just jump off the cliff of life, which I did. And I started my program and I haven't looked back ever since. And here I am. That is an amazing, amazing story. And, you know, I, you know, as a yo-yo dieter my entire life, I can totally relate. And Vicky's saying she's relating to that too. And what we haven't told the world yet is we have created, we're co-authoring a book with some other amazing women about body image. So I am super excited that you're our guest tonight because, you know, that opens up that whole can of worms. And I believe as a woman, not that men don't go through that too, but for women is that, you know, we we carry that around. It's the extra, you know, um, you know, what does he think of me? What does she think of me type thing? And I think as women, you know, we overthink it more than men do. So it's more of a problem for us than men. Although I did have a guest, a male guest on my show that, that you know, he was very transparent in his journey of weight loss. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's one of those things, I think at one time or another where we all go through it, but good for you for losing the 103 pounds and managing to keep it off for four years. Well, thank you. But I will say that what's interesting is what I have found out from having a couple of male clients. I have more women than I do men. But the reason men don't do it is they don't want to admit 
that they're fat shamed too. They're just shamed in a different way than women. And men don't speak about it like we do. We go tell our girlfriends, we tell our moms, whoever will listen to us, right? But men don't do that because they don't want to talk about their feelings. But the other thing that you mentioned, Dorothy, that's really interesting is you said about body image, et cetera, and the way we're programmed, right? But one of the things I do in my program and the reason for it is I want people to live their life like I have my whole life from the inside out. Because see, I was programmed to live it from the outside in, to marry the best person and go to the best school and have all the stuff and show your neighbors what you can afford. And that was never me. I never cared about money. I, didn't, I cared about emotion. I cared about feelings. I cared about people. And I cared about getting to know me. And that didn't play out really well for me. And it's okay because now that I'm almost 69 years old, the people that are older than me or even younger than me, they're not happy because they were chasing all the stuff. And here they are now that they're my age, they're all on medication and they're miserable. Not all of them, but right. a lot of them. Right. And so, you know, living inside out is way better than outside in because you might look great and, and, and have the best, you know, body. But if you're on the inside feeling horrible every day and taking unwanted medication, that's not right. It's just not. Right. That, that's totally true. And my actually, my dad passed away at 69 last year. And the amount of medication that that man was on was unreal. Um, right. You know, and I mean, diabetes, heart, stroke, pain, you name it, the man had it. Um, but obviously not by not taking care of himself and, and doing the proper things necessary. Um, so that's amazing at 68, you figured it out and, you know, haven't had to use those, uh, medications. Yeah, I don't take those medications at all. I take one medication every day because I have a bad thyroid. I have Hashimoto's disease, which is mm -hmm. autoimmune and I have to take the medicine, but I am going to say that my medication has gotten changed over the years from losing weight, which is good. And I'm hoping that maybe someday I can get off of it, but I don't think so. But if that's the only pill I take my whole life, then I feel like I am like golden. Right. Exactly. I love that. So um, you're also the co-host of B2D2 podcast. Is that correct? Uh-huh. I you love that for sure. <laughs> and with uh, Donna Needham, uh, amazing woman too. I was actually on their podcast on Saturday. Right. Um, I had some, so much fun with you guys, with you ladies and, uh, really appreciated being on that, on your show. Well, that we loved awesome. having you. You were a really good guest and I'm, I, it's like so funny. It's like, oh, I just saw her Saturday. So here we go. Like, we're going to talk some more. And I was excited. Exactly. I love it. Love it. Love it. So how, um, your program, how, tell us a little bit more about your program and how, how you help your clients. So I make it really easy. One of the things that I don't do is I don't do anything via video. I don't send videos. I don't send things for people to read. Everything is one-on-one -on -one with me, just like we are right now. Right. So what happens is people go to my website or people get referred to me. And they either, if, they, if somebody referred them and they have my phone number, they'll text me. But most of the people will email me. And they'll tell me that they're interested because on my website, it tells you all the different ways you can be on the program. You can buy my clean eating food list for $9.95, which is $9.95. And you can have at it and go live your life and follow the list without any coaching. And then that's it. However, along the way, if you find that you want some coaching one-on-one, -on -one, um, I charge a fee, like a one-off fee, Right. So if you say, well, I just want one coaching fee, you can get one coaching fee. Some people join the program, they sign up for six weeks and some people sign up for 12 weeks. So what you get in the six and 12 weeks is I, I have a 15 minute free consultation so I can find out where you're at, what you're thinking, what are your goals, what kind of medication do you currently take and what has your eating habits been up to this point? And then I designed the program, send you, once they pay for the program, I send the food list. And the very first thing we do is we schedule our first one-on-one. -on -one. 
And on the first one-on-one -on -one session, I go over the complete food list. So there's no questions about what you can eat or what you shouldn't eat. And I make recommendations based on their, the way they live their life, right? Their lifestyle. Right. And then every week we pick a day and we go over it. And the, that morning, the first thing they, I want my clients to do is weigh themselves. And then we discuss the week. And the one thing about my program that's really unique is, let's say you're on it for six weeks. Four of those weeks is going to be tailored just to you, Dorothy. But the other two weeks I teach to everybody because it's something everybody needs to hear. And if you're on it for 12 weeks, I gear the first 10 towards you. And there's two weeks in between where it's what you need to hear. And there's things that we talk about that have to do with things that we've talked about over the time you've been on the course, if that makes sense. Because you find out about things as you uncover it. Like, I'll give you an example. There's a woman that was, she's on my website, so I'm not talking out of school. Um, her name is Maureen. If you go to my website under the testimonials, you'll see her. I actually went to high school with her. And she reached out to me and said, you know, I need to do this. And she was all like that. And I said to her, you're going to do really good on this program. And she joined and she goes, well, we'll see if I lose any weight. And she was like, bah, 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 like she's all, you know, and I was like, and I just let people vent because people are, they come to me because they need help. They can't do it alone. I did it alone, but it was, it, was it easy? No. But was it worth it? Absolutely. But most people can't. So after the first couple of weeks, I saw her changing. Well, right now today, she's been off my program for, for months. She's lost over 40 pounds. She takes in her own clothes. She goes on the elliptical for an hour a day. And before, she barely even exercised. And I don't make people exercise. Really, the only thing I did for 18 months is I went hiking, walking, and I lift a little bit of weights. But you do not have to kill yourself in the gym. You, but you can do whatever you do to move. Just keep doing it at least four days a week. And now she's so happy. She looks amazing. And I told her, I kept telling her, you're going to see, you're going to turn into a little butterfly and that cocoon is going to leave. And when you get rid of it and she did, and now she's all smiling and she sends me texts to let me know how she's doing. And we check in and it's really wonderful. But the other thing I wanted to say that I also send my, um, my clients is they're not sure how to prepare something. I send them recipes and I also has, have a balance for life group on Facebook. And today I just posted a recipe today for salmon roll-ups, which is delicious. Awesome. Yeah. So what would you, what would you say the number one thing is when people come to you that obviously with weight loss, I mean, it's everything, everybody's at a different place. So what's the number one thing that you, they, you really need to drill into their heads that they need to overcome? Well, first I will say that maybe 80% of the people need to lose weight because I have people that have been on the program don't need to lose any weight, but they have a lot of belly fat from inflammation mm -hmm. and they have no energy and they're always tired. And part of that is from food because food is medicine, but food can also put you in a coma. Like not a real coma where you're out of it, but a food coma where you walk around a little hazy and foggy. Right. So and to answer so what your question, well, to yeah. answer your question, what is the number one thing I tell them to overcome? They mm -hmm. have to overcome that there are going to be certain foods that they don't, aren't going to eat. And they are going to go through the first couple of days, maybe a little detoxing. But when they get to the other end, if they just hold on for the first seven days, I would say 90% of the people within seven days already feel better because of the food. And I'm just going to put a side note that my primary care physician went on my program. She's a doctor. Come on. She went on my program. You know why? She told me, Sherry, I feel miserable. I can't run around and take care of my five-year-old son. He's draining my energy, but I don't need to lose weight, but I feel bloated and miserable all the time. Mm -hmm. And after four days on the program, she's like, I can't believe this. I already feel better. I can feel the difference. Right. So when we say food is medicine, it is. Believe me, it is. So what foods would you say to avoid then to cause that would cause inflammation? 
Well, there's a ton of them, but I'll tell you the one that everybody is amazed at and they don't believe me until they stop eating them. If you had to pick one food that most people eat at least every day or a few times a week, it's horrible. Tomatoes. Tomatoes hmm. are, the, are horrible. And the yeah, only they way they are not, do not cause inflammation is if you cut out every single seed. And I don't know about you, but I don't have that kind of time. I don't have that kind of time. And I, it's funny because I work for a greenhouse and that's one of the, that's one of the things that we do have is tomatoes. And I just gave a crap load of them away today. <laughs> well, you know, I used to eat almost a basket of cherry tomatoes every other day because right. I like them for a snack because they're crunchy. And when I was dieting, I used to think, I don't understand. I'm eating all these good food. Why do I still have a fat belly? So mm -hmm. I would get thin, but my belly looked like I was pregnant and I'm too old to be pregnant. <laughs> I, I know for myself that if I have weight too many carbs, like consecutive in, in a week, I know that that for sure gets me. But um, it depends on what kind of carbs you eat. There are, look, there's carbs in broccoli. It's mm -hmm. fantastic for you. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But the carbs that we think of that we want to eat, our French awesome. fries, all the bad fried, horrible foods. Right. And the sugar. And I am going to also say that sugar, I was addicted to sugar. Yeah. I, I would say, yeah, if, if sugar is one of those things that, you know, I, I go to the sugar free chocolates and the sugar free candies and stuff like that. But I think that's just as bad. <laughs> Yeah, because there's certain things in there that are, there's chemicals. It's about the chemicals too, you know, because yeah. people say, oh, well, it's vegan, it's keto, it's, but if there's chemicals in it, it doesn't matter. It's not friendly. It's not right. friendly food. Right. Right. Absolutely. Well, that's, that's some, I never thought of tomatoes. Recently, I heard that tomatoes and eggplant. Oh, eggplant is horrible. Yeah. And I'm okay. Loved. So I'm going to tell you why. Do you know why? Did you read about why you shouldn't have eggplant? Yeah. There's something in both, but I, I it that causes like, inflammation, like a barb, right? And they're it's called kind of nightshade vegetables, right? And nightshade yeah. vegetables are horrible for you. Mm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And We're one of the peppers, right? Like, um, I know bell, I pepper. bell peppers, but the green and red are, or the red and yellow and orange are they they're okay or no not at all None. sorry and that's what i get every week and i love them <laughs> and i that's love all of okay that. so let me ask you this you eat all these foods do you feel okay and are you healthy and you feel fine not currently no right there you go yeah Right. So we like them and we eat them, but we don't feel good from them. It doesn't make sense, right? No, no. And that's the other reason why I'll never gain weight again. And I've kept my weight off for almost, I'm going on four years. I'll never get heavy again. I, I fluctuate now maybe one to two pounds. That's it. Wow. Interesting. That's mm -hmm. amazing. Right. Yeah. And yeah. you're feeling better than ever at 68 years old, right? So we right. think I, I, you I have is... more energy than some 10 year olds. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, yeah. I'll send my 10 year old to you okay. and see if you can keep up with them. <laughs> I can. Listen, I can still run around, play basketball. I can run. If you're chasing me, I can run away from you because I can run that fast. Yeah. I zip around. I have a lot of energy and, and I will say too much energy, energy for some. <laughs> Rock on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's 68. Keep going. <laughs> right. So I'm excited. Like other people are like, Oh, I'm, I'm getting old and I'm this. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I like, bring it on. I can't wait till 2023. I'm going to be 70 years old. And I'm like, bring it on. Let's go. So what is, okay, so what is your one goal when you hit 2023? What is it that you want to do? Um, I wanted, I want to be able to take, to either go to Disneyland <laughs> or do something really fun 
with all my close friends. Awesome. Yeah, I want to have some kind of a party, but I'm not thinking that far ahead. I just know I'm going to, that even if I have to go alone, I'm going to do something freaking awesome. Because seven is my lucky number. And everything good happens with sevens with me. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, we'll have to stay tuned for that. And we'll have to have you back on the show when you're on for your 70th. Okay, I'm there. Let's book it. (laughs) And the beauty of the show is it starts at seven o'clock Eastern time. Exactly. Yeah. You see, I'm not stupid. <laughs> yeah, because you're four hours behind. So now you can go party and rock on after. No, only three. Three. Oh, three. This yeah, time. you're like you're like Eastern time for us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Love that. Love that. So I'm just looking over everything here. So what would you say? Um Sorry. It's one of those days. Um, I had it and then I it went on me here. It says here you're doing the exact opposite instead of uh, instead of most people stop working at 68. You're you're definitely, you know, oh, yeah. I'm still working doing the complete opposite. So obviously this is what you love. This is what you're passionate about. Um, what were some of the things before that you did before that you were like, no, I'm not doing that again? Well, I have to say for probably 30 years, I was in some type of sales. When I was younger, I was in, um, corporate sales, but see, the thing with me is I never picked just one thing. Like some people say, I'm going to be a nurse or Mm -hmm. I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to go to school to be a, a, a journalist major so I can be in broadcasting. All I wanted to do was just work and make money. So the first 10 years I lived in California, because I moved here when I was 20, I had 10 jobs. (laughs) (laughs) And the reason is because somebody said to me, you're really, you seem very smart and very capable. I need somebody like you. Why don't you come work for me? I'll pay you more money. And so my mom, when my mom was living, my mom would say, oh yeah, all they have to do is give her the Jerry Maguire line, more money, show me the money. And there she goes. And that's what I did. But then I learned about sales and I got into sales and I loved it. And that's where I stayed for 30 years. But first it was in corporate sales. Then it was in um, makeup and skincare and I became a makeup artist. So I love all of that. And now I help my clients only use clean beauty products because when you live inside out, if you use cleaner products and you eat better foods, your skin and everything, everything is better from the inside. And then um, the retail business was Amazon came along one day and the retail business I could see going downhill. So I decided to get out before it was too late and instead of standing in a retail store waiting for customers that aren't really shopping, I could do something else. So I answered an ad to be a salesperson for a orthopedic surgeon, which was crazy. And they hired me. And after three years, um, I was there for three years. Unfortunately, he passed away and they closed the office. So I went to work for a home health company. I worked there for three years. And during COVID, I got let go of my job. And I said, okay, I wrote this program and I went and tidied it up. And that's when I said, here's the jumping off point. The universe takes care of everything. This is why it's all happening to lead me here. So I either can go look for a J-O-B or I can just go for it. And that's what I did. And I haven't worked for anybody in almost, we're going to go on almost three years. I've had my business two years. So Sherry, your career took you through healthcare and through industries that had an impact on people's lives. Exactly. And you said earlier that you were really committed to making money and show me the money. And that was the thing that you really wanted. So when did you transition? When did you experience for yourself the transition from show me the money and I want to make a difference for other people or did it happen at the same time? Did that, was that something that's such a good question because it happened about 20 years ago Mm. because I started noticing like when I was in my forties, I started noticing that people that had a lot of money or were killing themselves working and never seeing their family to bring home all this money so they could have all this stuff. 
They were stressed out. And then when they start getting stressed out, the stress and the cortisol hormone kick in, and there's your start of inflammation, really. So I start looking at it from that. And I started seeing people in my own age group getting older and they're not really happy, but they feel like they have to, Mm. right? And people would say, well, I know, but I have to take care of my family. I know, but I have to this. I have to, I have to. We don't have to do anything. It's a choice. And that's when I decided, you know, I never chased that stuff. I'm living from the inside out. And that started me when I decided to do the program. This is going to be my mission. And I am going to say one of the things that I'm not driven by in now is the money. Because what I found out is when you do the right thing and you help people, because I have had customers that say, you know what, Sherry, if your program was just $50 cheaper, that $50 goes a long way for my kids' childcare. And I tell them, is that the only thing stopping you? Are you sure? Yes. Then I'll take less money. Will I take less money from everybody just because they don't want to pay? No. So I want to be clear about that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to, if somebody's health is just in its wreaking havoc, it would be terrible for me to say, oh no, when you get the money, call me back. No, mm-hmm. I want you to get healthy because in six weeks, that money isn't going to change my life one way or the other, but your life will because you're going to be feeling better. And that's way more important. Right. Absolutely. I'm just going to go comments for one minute. Uh, Emily, thanks for joining us. There we go. Sorry, the internet connection's a little slow. <laughs> uh, and Russ is joining us. Russ, actually, Russ Hedge had his 200th episode today. 200 episodes. Wow. Congratulations. Congratulations, Russ. Yes. And Russ agrees with you. Uh, everything is a choice. Uh, That's right. For sure. And I, I like what you said about that. Um, Kimberly and I have a motto that no man or woman will be left behind. Uh, so, I mean, we're willing to meet people where they're at. And part of what she's in Florida right now, creating uh, massive, massive, massive changes with our veterans. And um, so she's, uh, and it's funny, since she's been on the road, she's been on the road for 50 days. And uh, wow. just some of the things that her and I have been transitioning into is absolutely amazing. And Kimberly and Vicky are Uh, and I are three out of eight incredible women that meet Saturday mornings uh, that I I don't know. I I don't know what our official title is. I don't know. So Saturday (laughs) sisters, but we have such a connection that my husband for Christmas made us these t-shirts that say uh, a big heart with the Saturday morning crew on the shirts. So that's cute. We're out to impact. And like you said, no person will be left behind. So we feel that, um, you know, we will help people. We'll meet them where they're at. Um, and Inger says, hello, Sherry, Kimberly. And hello. Hello, Inger. And the lovely uh, Vicky is here from Chicago, surprising me today and coming here. So, yeah, it's been great. <laughs> it's been a great day. <laughs> it has. Did you have? It has. Did you have a, a question? Did I cut you off? I'm sorry. Well, you know, listening to Sherry's story, and you know, Sherry, I agree with you. And Russ also said, yes, it's a choice. We really get to help people. We get to help ourselves. And I love that for you, the transition came well before you really transformed your own life through your program. And I love that you're so committed to your program that at 68 years old, you're like, I'm rocking it out. I'm helping people. Who else can I help? Who else can I help? Why would I stop working? Yeah. And then what? It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. But what I was going to tell you is I went through, um, and this is something that really resonated with me when I found out about Dorothy about unstoppable overcomers is because when I was in my fifties, um, in 2006, I lost my mom. And in 2007, I told one of my friends, I feel like this man is coming into my life somewhere. I don't know where, but I feel him coming. And he did, but it turned out to be a disaster. Uh, No, it was a disaster where almost like a drug addict, you have to be put to your knees with nothing to mm -hmm. go to ask myself the question, 
and this is where the choice comes in. When I look back and I look in the rear view mirror, why is my life so like this? What am I doing that's not serving me, but I'm serving everybody else. And that's really when I started on this journey. And I said, 10 years from now, this is how my life's going to look. I don't care what happens. I am going to, I, this is not me. I'm not living like this. I'm not going to do this. I'm not letting this define me. And that's what I did. So I took the journey and I have to say that three years ago, I really finally came to the part of my life where I designed it 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Actually, it's about 18 years now, if I think about it. And I'm so happy because I did exactly what I told myself I would do, but I had to go through the gut-wrenching work of finding out what is it really and getting to the bottom of it. And once I did, that's why when you are overcoming anything, you can become unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah. And well, that leads into, um, Vicky is, is it co-owner or co-founder or what do you call yourselves? I'm a co founder of fearlessly unstoppable yes. and victorious. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. Right. So we have a whole community, a community, um, that Vicky is co-owner with along with, uh, Kimberly and a couple of and Kimmy. Steve yeah. and Tell me about it. So we, well, I would love for Kimberly to talk about it as well when she comes on board, but we are out to cause a million, well, 10 million people really, but we're starting with a million people living their lives fearlessly. And if you think Ooh. about everything that has happened through the last couple of years, there's not many people that I can say I know, if anyone, who hasn't experienced some level of fear. Right. Whether they were comfortable with uncertainty and change or whether they're not comfortable with that, they are experiencing something that's different that they may be fearful about. And it could be anything from bad things happening in their life or that could potentially happen or it could be simply the fear of the unknown. Could be the fear of trying something new like skydiving, which uh, Kimberly and Kimmy and I did a few, uh, few years ago, gosh, already. <laughs> And um, could be taking that next step like you did and creating a program and really reaching out and into your passion and digging in deep. Some people are afraid that they'll fail. So Right. But, but I am going to say the two things that I found out from digging deep within mm -hmm. is the two things that will completely annihilate you from living your best life is you have to get rid of one or the other. It's either fear or control. Yeah, and for me, it was fear, but there was some control, but it was mostly fear. And the fear came from what if I can't be controlled anymore because I've been letting other things or people control me, which I didn't realize so until I really looked at it. And once I got rid of that fear, because as a kid, I never had fear. The only thing I'm really afraid of is I'm afraid to die in a fire and I'm afraid of uh, being thrown in jail because I would be crazy if you left me and I couldn't get out and be outside mm -hmm. all the time. Those mm -hmm. are the kind of things. But other than that, I had to let go of the fear, the fear of what is everybody going to say? What's everybody going to think? Yeah. And I finally got rid of that one. And that was, that was the best thing I ever did. And that freed me to do what, that's why I, I believe that I am an unstoppable overcomer. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which is why you're here. Exactly. <laughs> and we wanted to say a thanks to a hello to uh, Dr. Christie. She is actually another one of our amazing eight. Uh, yeah, maybe that's what we should call that herself. The amazing, amazing eight. eight. I love it. I love that too. Uh, and she loves your fear or control, you know, and, and that's, well, that's what it is. They're the only two things that keep us from doing anything in our life. Cause I, this is what I tell my clients. And I tell this to my friends and they go, I don't know what to do. I can't this, I can't. Yes, you can. So here's what I tell all my clients. So I'm just going to give you a little, a little nugget right now. I call them diamond bombs. So I'm going to give you a really important one. It's for everybody. It doesn't matter where you live, what country around the world. It doesn't matter if you're human, it applies. And this is it. Right. Write down everything in your life you want to do now or in the next year. And then cross out all of them 
that are not, not in your control. And the ones that are left are the ones you're going to go, oh, yeah, those are the ones I got to do. Because the ones that are in your control are the ones that you're doing and you're not getting anywhere because they're not mm -hmm. serving you. They're serving everybody else. Ouch. Yeah, <laughs> that's really beautiful. The other thing that I loved was that you said that you made a declaration several years ago that you weren't going to be living your life in the same way. And you knew, so you made this declaration out there into the future. And then you did what it took in order to make that happen rather than being, as I call it, a pinball, a pinball, right? Getting kicked across the table and, oh, reacting to that and reacting to that and then reacting to that. And that's really beautiful as well. So Thank you. what I'm hearing is, you know, make a declaration of what you want your life to be like follow the path that's going to get you there look at like what the gap is in there and then also to really take a look at what do i have control over and what don't i and then take advantage of taking control right and i also made a declaration about my health not mm -hmm. only just my life but i've made a declaration about my health and i say it out loud and i'll tell you what it is my everybody in my immediate family has died of cancer mm. and it all started with the inflammation and the bad eating and the high blood pressure and the diabetes and cholesterol and all of it so my declaration for my health is that i want to be the first person in my family not to die of cancer because i've had it twice and mm. i am going to piss off the whole world and i'm going to live to be 90. i love it <laughs> You're going to piss off the whole world and what, sorry? And live to be 90. Wow. That wouldn't be pissing the world off. Well, it might <laughs> with some people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could say that about me too sometimes. You know, I'm sure that I'm not everybody's favorite sweetheart. Let me tell well, you. Well, none of us are. <laughs> but the people who love you for all of who you are, good, bad, or sideways, that's yeah. all that matters. That's true. That is true. It's so interesting. Um, I'm sure you've heard of Louise Hay. I have not. Oh, you've not. Okay. Louise no. Hay um, is basically the founder of the self-help movement. Oh. And she wrote a, a book several years ago called Heal Your Body and, or, and another Heal Your Life. And Okay, Heal Your this, Life, I think I've heard of. Yes, I think I've heard of it. it. Through affirmations, but... I attended her 90th birthday party in San Diego oh, about eight it. years ago. And she's since passed, but she was living an extraordinary life at 90 years old, dating a younger man, still. Yes. Yes. And she has a, uh, um, I'm sure you've heard of Hay House books. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's her. Mm -hmm, that's her. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. That's awesome so. that you got to know her. What a great kind well, of, what a great her. person to get to know. Those are the kind of people I gravitate towards. Yeah. Their energy is amazing. Amazing. And infectious. <laughs> so uh, Dr. Christie said she's jealous that I, and you said that I got to know her. Well, I got to know her on the um, professional level where I attended the birthday party that I paid to attend. So oh, it was oh. a, yeah, it was a conference and there were many speakers and Susie Orman was there and oh. she pointed right at me when she said, don't do it. <laughs> oh. there, there were a lot of really amazing speakers there. That's, That's awesome. so fun. Good for you. What an experience. Yeah. Kimberly and I are doing a 60, oh my God. Yeah. A 60 day challenge with Susie Orman right now where we're declaring and writing out 25 times our declaration that we have for the next 60 days with, you know, money, finances, relationships, health, you name it. So we're declaring it by writing it 25 times in the morning. We shout it out 25 times during the day. And then before we go to bed, we sit, look in the mirror and say it another 25 times or silently, uh, Lately, I've been forgetting, and then I get in bed. I'm like, I'm not getting my butt out of bed to do this, so I do it silently while I'm in bed beside my husband, and he's like, 
because he doesn't like noise. So I'm just like in my mind saying it 25 times. Uh, so it's just one of those things that we've declared on top of the 30 day challenge that we're yoga challenge that we're doing with Carrie Stewart in the morning. Wow. <laughs> On top of, oh my God, I'm just like, so wait, I, Dorothy, do you really look in the mirror and say it to yourself? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I do that too. Especially when I do something wrong or I think I've done something wrong or my behavior wasn't correct. I look in the mirror and go, really? What were you thinking? You acted like such a jerk. I do that a lot. Not a lot, but when I do it, I really do it. And I give myself the you know yeah yeah uh dr christy likes our ambition however i did the 21 day challenge the louise hayes uh, mirror work mm -hmm. i did that i did that for november and december which made some major breakthroughs uh and it's been uh, i've taken some of her affirmations and add it to my daily like i should be like an aff affirmation queen by now <laughs> you would think and it should be so so down in my subconscious but like you said, it's either fear or control. And I have to say the last couple since Thursday, fear has crept in. Uh, but I'm detoxing that stuff. I noticed on Good Friday, I was doing like a, uh, a detoxing of the old crap. And it's almost like I was dying. The bad parts were dying off that should be dying off. And mm -hmm. I had declared by Easter Sunday that the parts that should be coming up would have been risen and then today i don't know what happened today today's just been like i couldn't point what is like i woke up tired and that's not like me i woke up completely tired mm -hmm. and i but i mean it's been an emotional since that's Thursday. probably why but what i was going to say about fear is fear is usually the one not the control so much it's the fear why we don't do what we're supposed to do. And the reason is because fear leads to other things, which is, which is usually about the outside in, how we look, what people are gonna say. And then that snowballs where other people are involved, where control, you're in control, or other people right. are in control. But fear brings up a lot of other things that control doesn't. Does that make sense? Absolutely, it, it totally makes sense. And, um, yeah. And, and the thought, okay. So I will admit it on national television We're we're declaring this as national television. Yes. We're declaring this because we're going to be syndicated <laughs> very soon. I can feel it in the moral of my being. However, yeah. um, cause that's one of the things I'm declaring where we'll be syndicated and, you know, Oprah is my mentor and the one I'm running after. So where was I going with this? <laughs> you're gonna declare on national television right what was i going to declare <laughs> about fear fear oh, versus control. fear yes fear control freak that's where i was going i am i didn't realize how much of a control freak i really am until the pandemic hit and the some of the things that had been coming up but i am self-aware and i catch myself and if it's something to do, you know, if it's, if it's an apology needed to my husband think, saying, hey, you know, that I should never have said or done that, then I do make that. But I didn't realize, you know, I, like, every, I think everybody knows my story that knows, knows me, that the way that I grew up with, you know, my parents being ill and things like that, I was you know, controlling the household, taking care of the household and, and doing things like that at a very young age. So I've been extremely independent since I was three. Right. <laughs> and when I don't like, a, uh, my mom will be the first to tell you if I couldn't help cook it, I didn't eat it. Mm. So I developed that at a very young age. And um, so growing up that way, and then, you know, the last 10 years, <sighs> you know, leaving the abusive relationship and having my dad's uh, health go from bad to worse to okay to bad to worse to okay to gone. Um, it's, I, I, I think the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm, I'm, it was just one of those things where, you know, I, everybody came to me. So 
it's not that I wanted to control at certain points in my life. And there's certain things right now that I have control over that I just want to back away from. But unfortunately, I can't um, due to some other circumstances. Um, but I'm like, I don't want to be in control of everything. Like, I don't want to be that type of person. I would like people to take responsibility of what they can take responsibility for. And if you need help, that's great. But not for it to always be on me. And that's what I'm putting those boundaries up this year. And people might be getting right. angry with me. <laughs> but Good the thing that is, in order for me to be the best version of me for them to show up, I, those boundaries have to be put into place. Right. See, and then when I was younger, I didn't have fear about anything. But the control part that I had a problem with was my mom would say, we're having company tomorrow. You better go clean the bathroom. And I'd be like, okay, well, they're not coming till tomorrow. I'll do it later. She'd say, no, you have to do it right now. And I'd say to her, if they're not coming till tomorrow, why do I have to do it today? You know what she would say? Because I said so. I heard because I said so five million times from when I was a kid. So that control. So I purposely would go, really? You'll see. And I would just go, okay, and walk away. And she'd go, did you clean the bathroom? I'd be like, uh-huh. She never even went to see if I cleaned it. And then when it was when I felt like it, I'd go do it. And it was cleaned. She didn't know. Because she see, she never went back to check anything. And when I finally learned that, that's right. how I knew how to get around that. So now you can't control me. I'm going to control you. And then right. when I went into sales, I learned a thing. The bell went off when they, I went to a sales seminar and they taught me how to manage your manager. And I was like, yes, I like this a lot. How do you do that? Is it like when I manage my mom? Cause I'm all in. Right. Right. And, and then, and then when I got older, it wasn't about the control anymore. It's about, it was really about the fear. Right. And I still don't like when people try to control me, try to control me. But what I will say about that is like, if I was dating somebody or when I was married, I want the guy to, I didn't want him to always go, well, what do you want to do? Well, you decide. No, I don't want to decide. You decide and tell me what I need to, what I need to wear and let me just show up and you decide. And that's just how I am, you know, but I don't like to decide everything because then I feel like I'm in control. I don't want to be in control of anybody's life, but mine. I love that. And you just basically commentated my husband and my discussion. Well, what do you want to eat? I don't know. What do you want to eat? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Can I tell you how to get around that? Sure. <laughs> when you, let's just say you decide, oh my gosh, I, you think about it. What do I feel like eating today? Do I have a craving? And maybe it's chicken. Maybe it's whatever. When people say to me, where do you want to go eat? Or what would you like to eat? This is what I say. I name three restaurants three kinds of food, you pick whichever one and whichever one you say, I'm good. Cause see most women, what they do is they say, pick one and then you pick one and they go, Oh, I don't really want to eat that. That most women do that. I don't do My that. Husband too. Okay. So here's how you get around it, Dorothy. You say to him, honey, would you like to have steak, chicken or whatever tonight? Which one would you prefer? He's got to pick right. one. Right. And then if he asks you, you tell him, I want chicken. And if he says, I want steak, well, why don't we have both? <laughs> and he'll say, no, I only want one. And this is how you whittle it down. So there's no fight. Right. And everybody winds up getting everything they want. And you can sit down and have a great meal. I love that. And it's funny you said that because that's usually what happens. We'll sit there, look at each other because we're both stubborn. And then I'll say, okay, <laughs> so here's three choices. Pick one. And then he'll pick one out of the three if I narrow it down to three. So who that's does awesome. most of the cooking? Okay. Then you're in control because you're the cook. So you should say, I think tomorrow night I'm going to make uh, stuffed chicken breast and Caesar salad. How does that sound? Yeah. He'll tell you, yes, I'd like this instead. Then you put together a meal and there's no discussion tomorrow. And you don't have to look at each other like what is going on. See, it's the questions we ask and the words that we say. You can get anything that you want in life. All you have to do is say it. But fear is going to keep you from doing it. You see, even about planning a meal. 
Exactly. Exactly. Yes, Tim, this is a real life person. This is my friend, Vicki Parker, all the way from Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> I'm not a cardboard cutout. <laughs> it's a With that, though, I am going to bring on our amazing, amazing, amazing roving reporter, Miss Kimberly Genovese. Is she ready? Oops, had to stream. Sorry. Uh, I there we go. It will work eventually. I was ready. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's all it's good. The internet, you know. Oh, sure. It's lovely when it works. It, it is. It's lovely when it works, and it's lovely when it doesn't work. And Sherry, amazing show tonight. Like, oh, really, thank you. I'm just so taken back by like, I am about to go on a 365 day walk with the Holy Spirit and um, turning my vessel completely over. Um, and it couldn't be more perfect that this was our show tonight. So, oh, well, what I was going to say is, you know, all of all of us are on a journey of some kind, yeah. you know, and we were talking about food and do we eat good and all this stuff. Yes. So what I would say to all of you is if you or any of your listeners are interested in my program, if they get in touch with me and tell me they heard about me from either of you, I will give them a discount because you've been lovely. Oh, fabulous. Well, God bless. And, and you ready? Are you sure? Are you ready to develop ready. fundamentals? I am. Okay, great. Bring okay. it. So my three fundamentals are self-love, yep. food is fuel, and truth and justice. Mm. And would you like to say more about those? And well, really, yeah. food, is power? food is fuel. And the reason I say fuel is because it's really the gas in your tank. You know, people say to me, oh, I never eat breakfast. There was a time when I was young, I didn't eat breakfast either. And if I did eat breakfast, it was a donut, right? But when you stop doing that and you have breakfast, you start craving breakfast. Breakfast is amazing. Yes. And the other reason I say fuel, and you're going to laugh, but when I used to hear the saying, food is medicine, I wanted to punch somebody. I'd be like, oh, stop telling me about food is medicine because, you know, I weighed 233 pounds. I don't want to know food is medicine. Mm -hmm. So now I say food is fuel for those reasons. But truth and justice is you know, like I said about fear and ego. And if we don't get real with ourselves first, we can't be real with anybody. We can't be in a good relationship. We can't do anything positive unless we love ourselves first, mm -hmm. right? And you don't have to be egotistical about it, but you have to wake up and say, I like me today. And the things I don't like about me, I'm going to change, but I recognize them, right? Because nothing happens overnight. Yeah. And the self-love is, you know, I've always thought that I was a good human and I love good humans and I gravitate towards people like all of you that are doing things like that. But self-love comes in the form of inside out, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, one of the things I like to share with people about self-love, it's like, what's, uh, Sherry, what's something that you really love about nature or an animal or anything? Okay. So every day, just so you know, I go out, I put my headphones on, I put on a playlist and I press shuffle every day. I have no idea what I'm gonna listen to. And I go on a walk all over outside in my neighborhoods. I live in a really beautiful area and I go up in the hills. I take pictures of flowers. I'm obsessed with nature and flowers and hiking. Hi. And if you go, if you go on my Sherry Diamond Facebook page, you'll see I post all of that stuff on my personal page. That's yeah. what I love, being free and being outside because I'm still like the little kid. Like I wake up every day, I'm happy and I'm ready to go. And when I was a kid, right? I was like this. Let's go. Yeah. Good morning. Right. Yeah. Let's get up and let's go. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I love about it. It is. Yeah. I'm still like yeah. that. I'm still that little kid running through the flower field. Thank you. And that that's self-love. That's right. loving your life. And the gift that life has to offer you now and now and now and loving it and loving that you get to do it. Right. Right. Like, that's what self-love looks like. So thank you for really bringing that home for everyone. And about injustice, what would you like to say more about injustice? Okay. So ever since I was a kid, I, if my mom said, 
I don't know why you did this. Or I think you might have left this out or didn't close the refrigerator. I go, mom, it wasn't me. Are you sure? I think it was you. I used to fight to the death. If you accuse me of something I didn't do, oh yeah, that was it. And I'd be like, I don't care what you think because as long as I know the truth, that's I'm good with that. But then when I got older, it, not so much. I lost myself in other people, mm. right? And mm. then I got myself out of it and now I'll never go back because now I know all the signs. Beautiful, beautiful. So what you're pointing to with the injustice is very similar to the self-love is when you know your right. truth, stand in it, no matter what anybody else says. Absolutely. But I think there is one other component. And for me, it's being like, I'm a firm believer. The universe takes care of everything. And I'm a big believer. And um, like I said to you, seven's my lucky number. And I go with that. So when I, someone says, what day do you want to be on my podcast? Or what day do you this? I say, can I be on it on the 17th or the 27th or the 7th, right? I do all that and I, I manifest things in my life that I want and they happen because I said, okay, if the universe wants me to have it, I'm sure of it at this age. Everything I'm supposed to have, I've gotten. Everything I'm not supposed to have, I haven't. But every lesson I was ever supposed to learn, oh, trust me, no matter how I found it, I learned it. And I'm still learning. And that's the beautiful thing about self-love and life. Yeah. So great. But you have to listen. Yeah. And really listen, right? Well, we see signs, but we don't pay attention. And I say this all the time. We listen, but we don't always hear. Right. And we look, but we don't always see. And there's a right. difference. And when you, you tap into it. that, your life can be golden. Amen. Amen. Preach it, my sister. That's right. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, with that, Dorothy, the fundamentals are complete tonight. Unless Vicki, on an impromptu, might have her fundamentals ready. Does she? Does she? Mm, what well, would you want the world to hear tonight, Vicki? What would you say are the three things that are most important for people to have fundamentals? Yes. So to have fundamental people need to be free. Mm. And they need to have the experience of belonging mm. and Ooh. the experience that no matter how they self-express, that they'll be accepted for who they are, not for someone's expectations of who they should be. Amen to that. Preach it. And oh. heard. <laughs> love that beautiful perfect perfect well now with that dorothy i turn the show back over to you thank you well thank you so much and thank you are you. just glowing my sister like you are just she like Ooh. <laughs> i declare we need to get our butts to florida now <laughs> right well, there is a very significant difference in our coloring from Kimberly's coloring. From Kimberly's coloring. This is like a white, like it snowed really today. It well, snowed you know, today. I, I keep hearing about that. My husband sent me a picture of the snow on our deck. But you know, it speaks to this show. Um, and it, it's a great way to close out the show. Is you know, because of this show and me being the roving reporter and being on location and being here in Florida supporting our community and our guests, um, you know, I am glowing because I'm present that I'm on mission and I'm on course and I'm unstoppable and I'm overcoming and I'm inside the fundamentals. <laughs> right? So That's awesome. This glow is from this show and the community that's in it. And I love you all. Mwah. Bye. I love you. So with that, I just want to, and I just want to thank our amazing friend, um, Alexandra for uh, showing oh, up I'm tonight. Oh, Ohio, Alexandra. It's wrong with me. That's where and I'm from, Ohio. <laughs> oh, yeah. cool. Ohio. Where in Ohio? I was born in Cleveland. Oh, not far. Cool. And I'm trying I was to get just Tim's meeting thing today out. with people from Ohio. What's with Ohio? I love Ohio, by the way. Oh no, because all the good people are Ohio. from Ohio. <laughs> oh, 
And thanks, Tim. We uh, do have amazing guests. We all, we have amazing guests on the show and everybody is truly amazing and unstoppable. And we had alluded to the fact that um, there is a private community uh, that is growing the fearless, unstoppable, um, victorious community. I knew there was a word I was leaving out. It's, so if it's anybody not would private. like to be it's not, it's part not of that. Yeah. Let's be clear. It's like open to the world. Exactly. Um, so yes, if anybody would like to join that community, put in the comments, uh, join, and we'll get you the link um, to to do that. And uh, I just want to thank all of our amazing people for showing up in the comments tonight. Um, everybody's saying fantastic show. So ladies, it was a fantastic show. Everybody and everybody in the comments, it's just like going crazy here. Uh, wow. And Sherry, we just want to thank you for joining us tonight, bringing your sunny disposition from California. And uh, Vicki? I would like to acknowledge you, Sherry, really, for bringing forth your passion inside of your transformation oh, okay. and sharing it with the rest of the world. That is being fearlessly unstoppable and victorious. Oh, and we appreciate you. who you are. And if anyone is interested in um, contacting you, um, we'll be putting your contact information in as well so that they can get that list. Okay, good. Healthy. Well, it was so nice to meet all of you. Thank and Dorothy, you. as always, like now I feel like I know you, you know, because we've <laughs> shared a lot when you be for you being on our show and me being on your show. So this is really cool. And I'm going to keep in touch with all of you because what you're doing resonates with me on every level. And you know what? Here's what I'm just going to throw out to you. If you need my help for any reason about anything, it doesn't even have to be balanced for life. Please call on me because I would love to help you. Because that's my thing is I want to share the gift because we have to share the gift of everything we know with other people. Because if we don't help other people get better, we can't get better. Sherry, do you hear your phone ringing? I'm no, it's on mute. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of stuff we're out to create. And so part of being on this show is we just don't leave it here. You're part now of the family. So Kimberly Aww. will be following up with you this week and okay, letting you perfect. know what we're all about, what are, is on our agendas and how we can help you. And like you said, you wanted to help us. Trust me, we've got things in the works that you can help us with. Okay, um, perfect. Yeah, we, we have a oh, more I'm excited now. <laughs> and we're excited. Yeah, because I want to share the gift. Whatever that gift is, I yeah. want to share it. Great. Perfect. And we will be we will be in contact with you this week for sure to let you know what's going on. And uh just wanna if anybody who saw the beginning credits for tonight, I just wanna say we need to give out a massive shout out to the amazing Brenda Warren for doing that introduction. And you know what, just because I love it so much, we're gonna play it again. Because yeah, Dorothy, Dorothy, you know I was crying when I saw the horses. First of all, the music, bomb. And then and we're like, oh, there's my babies, there they are. <laughs> and then I'll tell you what the song is in just a minute, but I'm gonna play this one more time for those people that missed it. But okay. stay, hold, stay tuned one second. Wasn't that amazing, folks? Yes. So yeah. if you it's, need it's an introduction, impactful. if you need an introduction, let me know. I will get you in contact with the person that did that for us. Um, it was like uh, amazing. Like I get. Oh, amazing. As Carrie would say. Oh, amazing. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> oh, amazing. So um, I, I couldn't overstep that. I, I, I wanted to honor her. She um, definitely has been 
oh, excuse me, uh, in our hearts, um, she had a couple of her animals pass away and she Aww. needed something to get her mind off of everything. So she's been helping us with that. So again, Brenda Warren, thank you so much. We appreciate you. You did a fantastic job. That was like unbelievable. And yes, hearts out to Brenda Warren. Um, and again, Sherry, we thank you so much for being here and thank sharing you. your heart. And it was such a pleasure people. with all of you. It was amazing. I had the best time. <laughs> all right, folks. With that, stay unstoppable and we'll see you next Monday night. Bye for now.